0: This is episode 67 of How to Be a Steminist. Today, I'll be talking about why a lot of women in STEM will experience imposter syndrome or just general loss of confidence once they step into a leadership role in their STEM organizations. I think a lot of the information out there is on how to build your confidence. However, not many people are talking about the root cause and it's so important to understand the root of the problem before you try and fix it so that you can try and fix it in a way that's actually going to hit the mark. This is the How to Be a Steminist podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, a proud woman in STEM. To me... Being a STEMinist means creating a wildly fulfilling career without compromising your family or social life. Because when you love your whole life, you become a living example that a career in STEM is where it's at. I'm on a mission to equip women in STEM around the world with strategies to take back control of their career progression, navigate those difficult and awkward gender equality issues, and stop balancing work with life and start enjoying it. If you want to learn all the things no one else teaches you about being a woman in STEM, you've come to the right place. Let's get stuck in. Hello, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad to be back in front of the microphone and talking to to you today. I took a little break Not on purpose. (laughs) And I just had a look. It's been just over a month since my last podcast episode, which explains why I'm missing it so much. So, really happy to be here. I'm not going to lie, it's been a challenging few weeks, although everything is hunky dory now. Uh, My little boy had a bit of a nasty respiratory virus. Nothing serious, uh, nothing life threatening, but I guess, it, you know, unmonitored with babies, anything can happen. So, yeah, we were dealing with that, and I was also ill, and the nights were tiring because he wasn't sleeping well, and he was vomiting lots, and there was dehydration. So, there was just a lot going on outside of my work that I found quite difficult, I guess, taxing mentally. And I'm sure this is so relatable no matter what you do, whether you own your own business like I do, or you work for an employer, or you do any sort of work, when you've got stuff going on in your own life that is challenging, it can be so hard to stay motivated to do well in your work. And you know what? Looking back at it now, I feel like that's okay. That's the advice I would give to any of my friends going through a tough time in their personal lives and feeling like they're not doing as much as they normally do in their jobs. It's okay. We have seasons of challenge in our lives outside of work, which means sometimes your work does take a little bit of a hit, but that's fine. Everyone goes through ups and downs and we help each other get through them. So I'm back now and... I'm really excited to be talking to you today about this topic of imposter syndrome in leadership. So if you are in a leadership role, you may have experienced what I did, which is the more senior you became. So like, especially when you got promoted to a leadership position, you started to feel less confident. So, your confidence actually dropped when you got a promotion, and maybe you started feeling a bit like an imposter. Maybe you felt like, oh my goodness, who am I to be doing this role? Who am I to be telling these people what to do? How will I function as a leader without people knowing that I actually don't know what I'm doing? You may have had these thoughts. If you're not yet a leader, and you are looking to go into a leadership position, you might be thinking, that's kind of weird, Tiff. Why would you feel that way? Because obviously when you get a promotion, that is a signal from your own managers that you are worthy of this great role of being a leader. So surely your confidence should skyrocket by this point. That's what I thought as well. Another question you might have is, uh, Tiff, but is this specific to women women? in the workplace? Like, you know, is it just when women get promoted to leaders or do men experience the same thing as well? So I'm going to be talking about why men in especially male dominated workplaces may not experience the same. I'm sure, you know, the pressures are similar for anyone getting promoted. You know, you've got to step up to a new role. You've got to prove yourself. You've got to prove that you are worth the... Promotion that people have made the right decision to give you that promotion or pay rise. But the pressures are a little bit different, and the way that we learn to be a leader are different, and especially in STEM. So just bear with me, I will explain everything shortly. Now, as you're listening to this episode, and if you're thinking, I would really love to learn how to lead better and lead in my own style. With confidence, without that imposter syndrome bugging me all the time, I do have a leadership coaching program for women in STEM that will train you to develop an inner confidence in your leadership role, create clear boundaries at work, and inspire high performance and teamwork from even the most difficult team members. You know who I'm talking about, If you want to become that calm leader who foresees problems before they arise and who can resolve those tricky situations with ease and also enjoy every single moment of it, I would really encourage you to organize an initial chat with me. You can do that by applying for the leadership coaching program in the link that I've left in the podcast notes here. Alternatively, you can visit my website at www.tiffanydawson.co and you'll find all the info that you need right there. Okay, let's explore why women in STEM in particular will all of a sudden lose a lot of their confidence once they step into a leadership position. And to answer this question, we need to go back to how these women i.e. you and I, were raised in our workplaces as juniors. So if you kind of like cast your mind back to your junior or mid, uh, mid-career mid days and you look up to your leaders that you had at the time, I would hazard a guess that <laughs> most of them probably would have been male, maybe not of such a diverse background, maybe all quite similar in the way that they deal with problems, so possibly in quite a masculine and directive way. And that worked for them as leaders. They got things done. People respected them. That is how you saw how leadership should work. You should have this kind of leadership persona that's a bit tough, a bit, what do we want to say here? maybe a little bit cutthroat at times, someone who just tells people what to do. They've kind of got that typical authority that you would see from bosses. Now, fast forward to you becoming a leader yourself. You now need to be that person who talks about, uh, you might have to talk to your team members about their performance, or you might have to make sure your teams get things done on time or maybe fast track things and you need to tell them what to do when and kind of have that authority, have people respect you. However, the only way that you've learned how to be a leader is from watching the leaders before you, right? So you cast your own mind back to when You had leaders telling you what to do, how they handled tricky situations, how they had difficult conversations, and you naturally emulate the way that they did things. However, when you do them, it kind of feels a bit yuck. It feels a bit like... That's not really you. You would never really speak to anyone like that in your real life outside of work. It feels a bit disrespectful or a bit mean, a bit too cutthroat for you. And you're kind of putting on this persona that you've seen work for other people because that's what you think being a leader is. And fair enough. That's the only example that you've had in your past of leaders who you can't relate to. So when you become a leader yourself and you use these leadership methods or tactics that you've learned from other people who you can't relate to, you start to feel like you're pretending to be someone else. And guess what? Pretending to be someone else is the definition of imposter. (laughs) So that is why you might feel like you have developed imposter syndrome once you become a leader, because you are actually pretending to be someone that you're not you're putting on a bit of an act because that's the best way that you know how to be a leader i want to pause here and say if you relate to this please do not beat yourself up you are literally doing the best that you can with the information that you have at the time You don't have any other tools of being a leader. In fact, you may not have ever had a leader who you really connected with or really enjoyed being led by. And so the way that you're being a leader now doesn't agree with you, but you have no other way of doing it. So of course, you're gonna lean on your experiences that you've watched before. At this stage, you might be thinking, but that is how a leader should be. You know, if I can't demand authority, if I can't tell people off, if people can't be scared of my presence at the right times, then maybe I'm not a good leader. Maybe I'm just not that natural leader who can deal with situations like this. Maybe I'm not good enough because I've got to pretend to be someone else to be a leader. It feels weird and maybe I'm just not cut out for it. Maybe I'm just not leadership material. Please stop right there. That is completely not true. And unfortunately, if you've not had any relatable role models as leaders before, it's really hard to see how you can do it a different way. So to recap all of that in just a couple of sentences, you might be experiencing imposter syndrome as a new leader in STEM. Because you are using leadership methods that you've learned from other people in your past who are unrelatable role models. So you might be saying things or doing things that you might not feel are in alignment with the way that you would normally speak, or maybe even your own values. So you're kind of putting on this different character, this leadership character And pretending to be someone you're not as a leader. And basically, when you're pretending to be someone you're not, you're signaling to your own brain that the real you isn't good enough. The real you isn't leadership material. That sucks, doesn't it? (laughs) Let's be honest, that's not very nice. And what about men who step into leadership positions? Do they go through the same thing? Do they get imposter syndrome? Do they struggle with confidence? Yeah, yeah, of course they do. They probably have questions about whether they can prove to everyone that they are worth being a leader. They might feel that pressure to do really well, to try and really bust some targets. Yeah, they do. However, the difference here is that there are a lot of male leaders out there. And so it's easier for men to find relatable role models who they can kind of draw experiences from, maybe use some of the leadership methods that they used and it would feel genuine to them. It would be like, that is actually how I would speak. That is actually how I would deal with this problem. And it feels right to do it that way. It is more difficult for women to find those leaders who are relatable. And I'm not saying that women can't find male leaders relatable and good role models. I mean, I've had some amazing male leader role models who I've drawn experiences from and used some of their leadership methods, and I feel like they were true to me. They were genuine. I would speak that way. I would deal with it that way. And generally, those were ways... Uh, methods that were really uh, strong on empathy. So really trying to understand a person's problem before delving into a solution. That's the way that I would deal with it outside of work. And that's the way I would like to deal with it inside of work, because that feels right to me. I was speaking to a lady yesterday, even. Uh, I met her at my friend's uh, backyard. She kind of had a couple of her mum friends over who also have babies because it's been really hot here recently. It was 37 degrees in Bristol, which is almost unheard of here. Uh, And so she kind of had her paddling pool out and we had all the babies in there. It was really cute. But anyway, I met this mum who uh, I guess we got talking about what we do for work and she's on maternity leave from being a lawyer. And she's like, Oh my goodness, like what you're talking about there is so relatable to my field as well. Like, even though, uh, you know, people in law, the gender split is almost 50, 50. Everyone in senior leadership is almost a male, (laughs) um, apart from a few women. And With those women, I still can't relate to them because they all have house husbands or maids who look after their children uh, or they don't. They've chosen to not have children and they've decided that, you know, career is something that they want to focus on, which is great. But I can't relate to that because I now have a baby. I don't want to. Be away from my baby and work till 9 p.m. or 11 p.m. every night anymore that's not what I want to do so how, how am I supposed to navigate that I still don't have any relatable role models even though there are women so the opposite can be true you can have female role models as leaders who you can't relate to and you don't aspire to be like so what can you do what can you do in this situation because you don't have any role models as leaders who you feel like you can kind of copy their, um, or learn off their, uh, leadership methods. Unfortunately, it is going to be a little bit more tricky for you, but also I'm going to say it's going to be much more rewarding for you because what you have to do now, what your job is, is to find your own leadership style, find a way to resolve some of these tricky situations you come across as a leader in a way that feels right to you. Chances are, if you are dealing with a problem or trying to resolve a situation, say, for example, talking to someone about their uh, performance, because it's not been very good lately. If you're trying to speak to this person about their performance and you're saying some things or behaving in a way that feels a bit yuck, chances are that it is a leadership method that you've learned from someone else that is not your own. It doesn't feel right for you. It's not going to work for you. When you say stuff that doesn't feel right to you, it almost will never land the same way. It won't have the same conviction behind it. It won't feel like you have that authority. It will feel like you're pretending to be someone else. So you have to find a way to resolve it that feels right to you. This process takes a lot of listening to your intuition, a lot of feeling into, okay, does this feel right? No. What about it doesn't feel right? This. How do I do it so that it feels less gross to me? I think the first step would be to be really self aware of when these uh when these moments arise when these moments of feeling yuck <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it that's like the best way I can describe it feeling yuck and like not true to you so yeah the first step really is to start being aware of when those moments are happening is it every time you're trying to have a difficult conversation with a team member you start saying things that feel like this doesn't sound like me at all, but it just, I don't know how else to do it. I don't know what else to say. How else would I get them to respect me? Yeah. Get really self-aware of when those moments are. The next step would be to try and think of lots of different ways in which you could deal with it in an alternative way. And you might come up with ideas that feel totally out of whack. It might feel like, no one, I've never seen anyone do it this way. And obviously that means it's wrong. You have to take that doubt away and just let your mind go free. You really have to think of different ways to do it. It might even be like, for example, admitting to the other person that you feel nervous having this conversation. I've never had any of my leaders do that to me, yet I felt like I have had to do that at times. Because it felt right to me. It didn't feel it kind of felt ingenuine for me to go into a conversation all guns blazing, pretending to be super confident when it was obvious. I'd never done this type of conversation before. I felt nervous and I wanted the other person to have that empathy because I wanted to have that empathy back for them. So it could be some like a way that felt, feels really strange, it feels incorrect. But don't judge it. Just try and brainstorm some different ways that you might be able to deal with the situation. And then finally, it is to come up with an action plan. So the next time this happens, then this is what I will do. These are the steps I will take. It can be tricky to come up with these ideas by yourself. It's always I guess, more mind expanding to discuss this stuff with other people. Um, So you might try and chat to someone else. I would encourage you to chat to people who are not even in your field so that you can have more diverse ways of thinking of the problem. The other thing to be aware of when you chat to other people is your friends and family are so well-meaning. They always want to give you advice. They always want what's best for you. So if they hear an idea from you that they've never seen before, they might try and protect you by saying, oh, no, no one would ever do that. Don't, don't embarrass yourself or don't do that because people won't respect you. And that's their view unfortunately what you're trying to do is find your own leadership style not their leadership style so just be really wary of that if you're struggling to find someone who will help you deal with those situations in your own style i'd highly highly recommend that you speak to a leadership coach this is exactly what i do with all of my clients who i work with who are women in stem in leadership positions trying to find their own way, they're trying to find their own leadership style, a way of resolving problems in a way that feels true to them. And you can get ideas out of a book, you can watch as many YouTube channels or listen to as many podcast episodes like this, but really to find your own leadership style, you need to do the work. You can't really just copy what someone else is doing. So yeah, come and chat to me if this is an area you'd like to develop in your own leadership role. I've left that link that I mentioned before in the show notes or come and visit my website www.tiffanydawson.co and there are the steps to applying for the leadership coaching program which will help you do exactly that. What have you learned from this podcast episode I find usually when I share this message with my clients, there are some big light bulb moments going, oh, that's why I feel that way. Why has no one ever told me this before? So I'd love to know what you have learned from this episode. And the way you can do that is to screenshot this episode on your phone Share it on Instagram, on your stories or on a post and tag me at Tiffany Dawson underscore and let me know what your main takeaway was from this episode. I'd love to hear what you've learned. Alternatively, share this episode with a friend. Talk to them about what you've learned in this episode. I feel like the more women in STEM who can learn about topics like this, the more we're going to have amazing, relatable role models for the next generation of women in STEM to come. I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Until next time, take care.